0: Hello there, nice to have you with me. And um, tonight I'd like to focus the Psychology Report episode on the issue of violence in our communities, but particularly violence in our home. There is no place for violence in any home. And if our homes were free of violence, our communities would be free of violence, or certainly, relatively speaking. Now, we have seen here recently a significant increase in violence across the country, from community to community. We see it in hate groups, particularly, of most recent days and weeks. And we've seen it in a variety of uh, family dynamics. Child abuse, for instance, is certainly not decreasing, and there's some evidence to show that it's been increasing lately. So that certainly is a black mark on our homes of America. On the homes of America, we're seeing more bully behavior in the school grounds, in the school play yards, than we have seen in years past. Now, there's always been bullying. You know, you can talk to somebody who's 67 years old, and they can talk about bullying that happened in their life. So we've always had bullying behavior, but it's on the increase, and it's more sophisticated, and it's more impactful. And more damaging, you know, to the individual. Our televisions are loaded with scenes of violence. I mean, there are multiple scenes of violence per minute on the television that our children are exposed to. One study was astonishingly uh, sharp on this particular finding and showing how many times an act of violence is portrayed per minute per child viewing time I mean our kids are viewing violence being exposed to it just and surreptitiously and just kind of subtly they are picking up that violence theme we're talking violence to each other cussing violent words of cussing violent gestures defiance which is a violent act by the way is being shown across our community I mean, there's there's forms of violence, or there's uh, an invitation to violence. We see it on the tattoos of people walking through our communities. Look at many of the tattoos. Look at the sharp edges, the pointedness to them, all suggesting hostility and violence. Rounded figures show less violence. Sharp figures, sharp-edged, pointed figure figures. In figurines, show violence. We have defiance in a variety of different ways. Violence in a variety of different ways. All forms of aggression are modeled for our children, and our children learn it just by seeing it and uh, vicariously picking it up. Violent hurts. You know that. Violence separates. You know that. Violent promotes fear rather than peace. You know that. Violence results in confusion rather than understanding. It separates people rather than brings them together. It impairs rather than repairs. It weakens rather than strengthens individuals or the home or the people involved. You know, if we were able to stop the violence in our homes, we would be able to stop our violence in our community to a large extent. Conflict resolution is needed. Peaceful resolution is needed. Decision-making skills are needed. Problem-solving skills are needed. Communication skills are needed. Talking things out, coming to understanding, coming to compromise is, is needed. Alternative courses of action to solve problems are needed. In other words, we have a wide variety of skills and, uh, and uh, techniques to help bring people together rather than to separate them, reduce the tension rather than to increase it, eliminate the violence rather than to promote it. We have ways to do this. We just have to do it. And it has to start with parents who are committed to this issue. And then to teachers who are committed to it. And then to pastors who are committed to it. And youth leaders who are committed to it. And boy scout leaders who are committed to it. And on it goes throughout our community. The idea of looking at life and bringing people together peacefully rather than separating them with anger. Now, if we're going to look at the home, here's my uh, comment what can the home do to eliminate violence in the home or remove violence from the home see violence is an unwanted behavior in any home no home likes to see violence but we don't do anything to eliminate it or reduce it or to prevent it from being present in our home let me give you a couple of ideas a couple of things you can do now parents Here's some things you can do to reduce the violence. Not to say that your home is a violent home, but you may have violent themes in your home. You may have violent messages in your home. You may have violent stories just talking out loud in your home. You may have violent invitations in your home. Let's see what you can do. Here's number one survey your home and remove all objects and symbols of violence. In other words, go around from room to room and just look in every single room if there is something in that room that symbolizes violence or would be considered an object of violence. Do you have a knife? Do you have a cutter? Do you have a scissors that's out and portrayed outward and out on the table or... Uh, in easy view? You know, do you have uh, pictures on the wall that show violent acts of various kinds, conflict of various kinds? In other words, is your home a home in which objects and symbols of violence are present and are portrayed and are outward, advertised almost, in your home? Does your home show a theme of violence, just by looking around. So go to every single room in your house and just survey it. And then you may want to remove those objects. You may want to put them in a drawer. You may not want to keep them out in the open. Especially when you have children that can be uh, aware of these objects of violence and have access to them. All right, so that's one. Survey and remove. Number two, ban. Ban all people from your home that portray an attitude of violence in their dress, their lifestyle, their talk, and their behavior. In other words, do not let your children bring into your home a friend or a person from school or a person from the street or a person anywhere that portrays an attitude of violence a theme of violence, a picture of violence, a dress of violence, a lifestyle of violence, a talk of violence, or violent acts. If that occurs, that person leaves your home, gets out of your home, and you do it with the, uh, with the message that violence does not belong here. Violence does not come here. Violence does not reside here. Violence does not uh, come into our home and invade it you got to get that message very clear. You get it to your kids, and then you get it to your friends of your kids. If there's any form of violence, even in a tattoo that is of, of a violent nature, it's got to go. And the person who carries that tattoo has to go with it. So don't let anything come into your home that portrays an attitude or a story of violence. Okay, number three, forbid from your home. Forbid from your home all violent words, gestures, looks, accusations, phrases. You know, there are a number of gestures that are violent in nature. There are a lot of words that have violent overtones and violent meaning. There's a lot of looks that portray a violent or a potential violent act. There are phrases, there's accusations that can be of a violent nature. Forbid them. Get them out of the home. Do not allow them to be expressed in your home. Don't let anybody talk or express or give gestures of a violent nature within the context of your home no matter who it is, stop it, demand that it stop, and remove it, remove it, forbid it, you know, from being, having place in your home, having presence in your home. Okay, next one. Have zero tolerance for any act of violence. When children are young, they hit each other. Of course they do. That's a violent act. You forbid that. You stop that behavior. When kids grow up and become into their young childhood years and into their junior high years, not uncommon to say things and to act in a violent way one towards the other. It's forbidden. It's stopped. It's terminated. That kind of behavior is not allowed. You have zero tolerance for any form of a violent act one towards the other within your home. Don't let your kids act violent towards each other or towards you, and don't you act violent towards them as parents. Child discipline must be nonviolent and non-aggressive. Now, we don't hit kids. No, discipline can be usually, almost always handled through acts of reasoning, sitting and talking, sitting and drawing a firm line, setting a prohibition, setting down a limit, a boundary, of what's acceptable and what's not acceptable. See, children can be disciplined in non-violent ways. Non-aggressive ways. You don't need violence. You don't need a yell. You don't need a name call. You don't need a hit. You don't need a squeeze. You don't need a tap on the jaw. You don't need to do anything that would be construed or thought to be an act of violence. You discipline in other ways. You use time out. You sitting on a couch and calming down. Sit down together and talk it out. Get the kids to sit together and talk it out. You say, there are a lot of nonviolent ways of handling discipline. You do that in your home. Okay, let me move on to another one. All acts of violence and aggression should be resolved through forgiveness and reconciliation. You see. You forbid violence. But what you want to do is you want to move in the direction of forgiveness and reconciliation between children, children to adults, adult to adult, children to friends, friend to friend. You know, whatever it might be, there is a place of forgiveness. There's a time of forgiveness. It might not be exactly at the time in which the infraction took place. It might be a couple hours later or a day later but you follow every infraction every violent act with an act of forgiveness and then with act of reconciliation forgiveness and then reconciliation so you come back together and you start over and you start as friends you start as, as a peaceful unit you start as a unified home that's nonviolent but forgiveness has to lead the way forgiveness breaks the line of violence. Forgiveness separates violence from nonviolent. Forgiveness just brings together people where violence separates people. Forgiveness raises a level of peace and a level of happiness in the home where violence discourages that and brings about dishonor and a lack of peace. Next. Humor must not be in the form of aggression either. Humor. It shouldn't be trickery. It is playing games against each other and for the purpose of making somebody look foolish. Put-down should not be allowed. and aggressive talk or aggressive jokes should not be allowed. You don't say jokes about minority groups. You don't say jokes about different racial groups. You don't say jokes about different cultural groups, different language groups, different kinds of people. We don't joke about them. We don't express humor in a derogatory and a uh, disheartening way towards other people, no matter who they are. People are to be respected. You may not like them. You may not like the way they live. You may not like what they stand for. You may not like their lifestyle. That's fine, you don't like it. But you don't have to act violently or aggressively towards them through jokes and innuendos and making references about them or playing games to make them embarrassed or make them feel unwanted or badly. Now next, let me say this. Prohibit acts and statements of revenge. You see, in your home, things happen. People hurt each other. People do things to each other that are, is not kind. It, it does happen. Of course it does. But we act on that as through forgiveness and reconciliation. But we don't allow revenge. We don't allow one kid to say, I'll get even with you sometime. Or just you wait. Or I hate you. We don't let kids do that. We don't let kids say those things. I'll kill you. We don't let kids say those things. It's not a matter of getting, getting even. It's a matter of getting it right. You know, getting it in a firm way so that people come together in unity, not in separation and disunity. We don't allow revenge in any form in the home. Stop it. Stop it. Cut it out. Do not allow... And don't act that way yourself as a parent. Don't you get even with a kid who does something that you don't like. And don't let brothers and sisters... Act that way towards each other. Or any of your kids act that way towards kids in the neighborhood. And then, lastly, let me just say this limit or prohibit games and videos of violence in the home. We live in a society where kids game. There are the gamers, and we have the social media kids. And violence can be in both of those communities. A lot of violence can be in games. A lot, a lot of violence can be in the social media. Kids talk violently. Do you monitor that? Do you check that out? Are you watching the games that your kids are playing? Are you seeing that this is it's competitive but not violent? It's competitive but it's not hostile. The anger and the fear and the talk that goes along with uh, game playing has to be monitored. And you don't allow the talk to get into violent talk, even in playing a game. And same with social media. You watch and you look at what your kids are doing and saying and writing. And some of the symbols and some of the abbreviations. If they're violent, you stop it You you intercede. You get into that and you bring a halt to that kind of behavior. You need a lot of lecturing with your kids. You need a lot of talk with your kids. You need a lot of monitoring with your kids. You need to survey what your kids are into and what they're doing. You can't be a passive parent. You can't be a disinterested parent. You can't be a working parent. You can work. But when you're home, you're home. You're a parent. You're a full-time parent when you walk into that house. You're a full-time observing, engaging and involve parent and you're on the lookout for signs of violence and eliminating that removing that from your home and making sure that your home that brings about peace that it's a home of peace that it's a home of tranquility it's a home of love it's a home of caring it's a home of compassion the home of empathy it's a home in which children are taught to care for each other not beat each other up To help each other, not hurt each other. To cooperate with each other, not just compete with each other. Make sure your home is a positive place for everyone. And for you, definitely. Okay, that's been the Psychology Report today. I uh, bring you to my website, booksbyhedberg.com. My book, Doctor, Teach Me to Parent, is a very important book. And this discussion tonight is one of the chapters of the book. So I refer you to the book, and you'll get other chapters along this line of how to deal with certain things in your home. The other thing is, do what you can in, our, in your community to reduce the violence in your community and the uprising that's going across the country. Discourage it. Talk about it. And uh, don't let your children feel glorified by the violence that they see on television. So be very careful you know, about that. And um, we'll do what we all can to see that violence is eliminated from our homes, our communities, and obviously from our nation. We're in a tough time today, so do your part, take it seriously, and now's the time to make sure you take some action. Uh, It may be late, it may be too late, you know, a couple years down the road. The younger your kids, the more this message needs to be instilled within them, and the older your kids, the more that this message need to be reminded and repeated, you know, to them. And you have to live the life of example as a parent. You're the example of all this nonviolent behavior. That's how you live. And then your kids will follow that pattern. So it starts with you as a parent. It starts in the home. And then it moves off into the community. And I said with me, I... Uh, why I want to just tell you that Saturday morning, every Saturday morning at 10 o'clock Pacific Standard Time, 10 o'clock in the morning Pacific Standard Time is my television program, and I invite you to join me, Doctor Teach Me to Parent. Uh, we discuss topics such as the one tonight for an hour, so pick it up at 10 o'clock Pacific Standard Time every Saturday morning. And tomorrow is Saturday so I invite you to join me and uh, we'll be looking for your uh, presence <laughs> with me on the television as we do it online tomorrow you go to central valley on the internet and it will pop up there at 10 o'clock in the morning tomorrow every Saturday and you'll be on there for an hour so pick it up central Valley okay bye for now